monsters, madness, and magic. How about now? Okay. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, You'd think by now <laughs> I would have figured out how to do this. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> welcome to Monsters, Madness, and Magic. I am Dan, alone, but I'm not alone. I have somebody else talking with me over the ether. Through the interwebs, I have a good buddy of mine. Well, do you want me to call you by your name, or would you rather remain anonymous? Oh, no. My name will do just fine. Okay. Well, tell them who you are. Oh, Max from uh, Council of Nine. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And so if you're in a band, go ahead and give it up. It is the coolest band name I have ever heard. Uh, it's been, damn. Thanks, it's, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, whatever. Shove it. Because everybody is like, I'm trying to think of the coolest name ever. And it's like, well, I mean, I'm not going to have that one. So whatever. <laughs> I call myself whatever I want now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, is uh, Council of Nine, for those of you who don't know, is the uh, part of the cryo chamber. I don't even know what to call it other than just the cinematic dark ambient label. And, yeah. And damn, when were we, when was the pot, when was the last time I had you on here? Like on my other show? Oh, I must've been right before or after the release of my second album. I think that was a while ago. Jesus, was that was like five years or something? Anyway, the it, rambling caught up guard. Anyway, this is full disclosure. This isn't my first time talking with Max, and hopefully, it will not be the last time talking with Max. One of my biggest musical inspirations, and it just kind of occurred to me. It's like you know, I haven't talked to him in a while, and you dropped like out. It seemed like you were coming out with you dropped an album out of nowhere that I didn't even hear about, or, or you know, just happened to stumble on. And then you dropped what was the what was the first one? Was it um, Davidian or was it the Hail Bop one? Which uh, one was it? Cold series? Yeah, no, it was the Heaven's Gate one. The Heaven's Gate. That's what it was. And it just out of nowhere, Heaven's Gate. Now, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, and I don't want to. For those of you who might have read a lot of my reviews, I am partial to different styles of music one of them being the cinematic dark ambient i have tried stumbled tried and still can't quite get it yet maybe one day i'll get on the label but regardless there are some of those who are just masters at the craft and max is one of those so for those of you who might even want to pause me because you don't need to hear me i'll just ramble on incessantly go ahead and pause me go to Bandcamp and type in cryo chamber and then look up council of nine look up any of the other ones because like, honestly, I have, have yet to hear anything on here that I don't like. But go and look up Council of Nine and take your pick. I might be kind of partial to, well, was kind of partial to Dachma. However, this new stuff that Max has come out with, I mean, if you are into this whole spacey, almost horror, but maybe not, but maybe some of it is. Some of it is directly in-your-face horror music. Some of it is more introspective. Some of it is just downright what's the word I'm looking for? Not esoteric, but it's just, it's kind of meanders off in something else. And the subject matter usually is all these horrible, to quote Jürgen Prochnow, all these horrible, slimy things in the dark. However, you, Max, were, have actually tackled something I honestly haven't seen that many artists do. The only other one I could really right now think of would be quick shout out to my buddy John Halcyon, Mr. Uh, Cascadian Lightfall, because of his uh, 
Temple of the Fractured Light albums that have come out. He's the only other person to really directly talk about or mention cults as his influence. So I want you, Max, give us a little rundown. Why the, why the cult for your – oh, maybe I should tell him. Council of Nine came out with two albums. Had you done your single stuff? Because I want to hit those as well, Your the tunes and the stuff that you had done with that. Yeah. But you came out with, like like I said, just the subject matter. All of a sudden, it's cults. And you did um, Heaven's Gate. Yeah. And so we'll start with that one. What uh, what brought that on? Other than it's pretty cool and hasn't ever been done. I mean, what what kind of inspired that? So um, I'll I'll just do the reveal because it's might as well do it. But it's it's actually a, it's a, it's going to be a trilogy. It's okay. going to be three albums. Sweet. And, uh, I wanted to do a trilogy that was uh, it was based on something real that happened, not just you know a concept or anything like that. Um, so I I'm really fascinated and always have been fascinated with cults. Um, and I figured that would be a good base to do a trilogy with. So, you know, I, I did some pretty deep research. I mean, I'd already done a pretty significant amount before that watching documentaries, videos, you know, mm-hmm. listen podcasts, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, man, I just, I got really into it. It was pretty crazy for a while during, um, exit earth. That was the album. I, I, at one point I had like two TV monitors hooked up to my computer, the, the computer monitors. And I was just playing, um, the videos, the the exit tapes that they did, which is basically, you know, before they committed suicide. They that shit is creepy. Yeah, Sorry to interrupt, but dude, that stuff is creepy. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty creepy. And then I had, you know, his original, like, um, basically his sermons, whatever you want to call them, the, the original round of videos playing on the other one. So I, I pretty much had that going. I was listening to, as a really good podcast, it's, it's there's, there's nine videos. I forget the name, but it's it's a Heaven's Gate podcast. I'll I'll send it to you after this. And oh yeah, but um anyway, I was doing tons of research, and I, that album in particular is really weird because I just feel like I really like I really got involved with what um what they were doing and what they were saying, and I, I read a lot of the stuff that they personally wrote on the website, and I, I just got really deep into their their mindset for a little while. And I, every time I would do it, I would, I would record something. And so, you know, for a while when that album was being made, that one in particular, um, I basically just, yeah, I, I was like, God, this is turning out to be so weird. And space, he's a good use of word space. It's kind of space ambient esque, but you know, they were a space cult. So it makes sense. Right. But it, was, it was kind of turning into that. And I noticed it was really void of any kind of like melody you know, any, any kind of structure, like, like melody. And I usually use a lot of that in my mm-hmm. music. I found it really interesting that that's the, the direction it was turning uh, or, or, or going. And so, you know, I mean, it basically created itself through me just channeling that fucking energy, you know, and watching all that stuff and reading all that stuff. It just really like kind of just, locking myself away so to speak and 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 recording that one i love god i love it when albums do that yeah there was certain like what all the because i know a lot of y'all with your uh for again for lack of a better term your spacing however yours actually is not 
Well, the space is a lot more confined. Let me put it that way, because a lot of stuff like when you, especially some of the newer things coming out on the, the cryo chamber label are very spacey, but they give a, it's like a very vacuous epic scope. You know, you feel like you might be in a ship, but you can feel the void beyond your albums, especially Davidian. It, there, it's a room tone. Like, there is no big, massive, low-end reverb that you have to tame or anything like that. Now, I don't know if you used it. If you use room tones and stuff, I just the way your albums feel is very, again, creepy. Because right. I know it was, I know it was Davidian I'm thinking of. And maybe it was just the, the timbre. Isn't that the term? Like, how you experience music for the first time. Like, how you experience it that's called the timbre. Maybe it was that. But that's exactly what it felt like, is just being in an abandoned... And I know Exit Earth felt like that, too. It sounds like you're walking in the empty building. And, like, do, did you actually do that? No, actually, you know, surprisingly on that one, there was no... Um, there was almost zero... What's the word I'm looking for? I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I, I didn't take any mics out. Oh, like uh, field recordings and stuff? Yeah, field recordings, exactly. That actually doesn't have any of those. And and prior, prior to this one, all my albums had had field recordings, plenty of them. So this mm -hmm. one was just a lot of synths and a lot of reverbs. And uh, I guess there is some vocal samples hidden very well in there. Um, that I ran through some plugins and and stuff like that, but yeah, no, there wasn't really any field stuff. Dude, I remember because uh, <laughs> I remember years ago whenever we chatted before about the era, uh, the field recording. And you gave me some pointers like how to do the field recordings and stuff, and uh, so I yeah. started out with the uh, course. I, I had an album, and I don't <laughs> – I wouldn't have accepted it either. <laughs> but I submitted it to Simon. He gave me some pointers, though, which I took to heart. It took a little bit to nice. – you know, I would go and toy with stuff. And I'm getting to a point here, so pardon my rambling. But Because uh, it's not about me, it's about you, but I'm using this to specifically to no, circle back yeah. around to you. Yeah. <laughs> I used my phone, and I started doing field recordings that way. Of course, I had to filter out the high end a lot. But just, you know, playing around with this stuff. Well, I lost that out. Yeah. Like, I lost most of my work files for whatever reason. I forget what happened mm -hmm. when they were gone. I released the album anyway, but I got to go back and re-record one of those songs. And I uh, used – I actually went and bought me an H6. Ooh, nice. I love this thing, dude. I yeah. put on a little windscreen, and I'll walk outside because I'm, I'm getting older now. So I'll wake up at, like, 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I mean, we don't nice. have, a, I don't have a Hardee's breakfast club yet. So I'm not that old. All right. Cut me some slack. <laughs> but no, whenever just with you talking about the field recordings, because remember listening to your early stuff and then like listening to Atrium Carcerius, like, Oh, I'm going to get my recorder. I'm going to just go walk around shit and see how evil I can make it sound. And I yeah. freaking love it. And then here you are saying, I didn't use any field records over there, but you <laughs> Yeah, you know, on that one, I definitely did not, no. <laughs> that, just, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I just felt like with uh, with that particular one, it would detract a little bit too much from what I was trying to do. At least things that I could get, you know, around me wouldn't really contribute too much to that. But, yeah, no, I mean, actually going forward <laughs> to wrap it up, there's going to be a surprise either this – well, I hope 
I hope by the well, definitely next year. But there's going to be, you know, I'm going to wrap it up, and I won't, I won't really say anything else on what it is. Or, but there's going to be a lot of field recordings for that, and I've already recorded quite a few. So, Ooh, no hints on where we're going, where we. Might well, visit? it's definitely, it's definitely going to wrap up the the whole cult trilogy. So it is, it is going to, yeah. I, I, there's so many out there, you know, yeah. I can't really, I don't want to say which one exactly. Right. But, yeah. I, I won't pigeonhole, I won't, I won't force you to divulge anything, but that is pretty, so, well, you just basically ensure that we will be releasing this one as soon as possible. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you that with that kind of, absolutely. dude, I forgot you would, because I remember reading about it or something that it was a planned trilogy. Now, the synchronicity of the cult thing, because again, it just, I, it was like a refreshing, it was a refreshing breath of air. Let me put it that, you know, trying to, I don't know, you know, you kind of get it. I don't know how like in the haunt industry or the horror industry and stuff you are, as, you know, probably as much as the next dude, but yeah. just, you know, whenever you get in it so much, yeah, everything just becomes old hat and it starts becoming routine and, you know, just right. you become callous to it and everything desensitized. Right. And, and it's the same way with music. And, you know, eventually you'll just think of something or hear something and <laughs> there you go. I am off on, you know, a completely different tangent. It happens, right. some, you know, happens with Westerns. I'll think of a Western and then boom, there I go. Or, you yeah. know, I'll start thinking of like a dark fantasy, like uh, my last album with the where I went back and read the Dark Sun book from Dungeons and Dragons. It, there we go. You know, it's yeah. just the synchronicity of the cults was so refreshing. Was yeah. it any one specific event that like triggered that's like, I'm going to write an album about a cult? Or <laughs> yeah. had you always <laughs> been fascinated with it? Or what was that? I I've always been fascinated with cults, man. It's just something that just has always just gotten my attention. Um, you know, they're just fucking so interesting. And so, you know, when, uh, when I was making, I'm like, you know, what can I do? Can I do, I could do a concept album based in fantasy. I could do, you know, something like that, or I can, you know, I can take something that really happened and uh, that that really does truly interest me and go into it, you know, and just and do what I can to translate that into an album. And, you know, hopefully, at the very least, I, I did that a little bit. I know. Yeah, because yeah. let me, for the audience, I want them to understand, because we can jump back and forth between these two albums anytime in any way you want to, but I, I seriously, I've been chopping at the bit the whole time. Davidian. Like, yeah. Dogma... And that may be still my favorite work of yours. That probably I, I have to give it that just because that's the first. You know, you always remember your first. But dude, Davidian, holy shit, that was so cool. Like right. I said, it it felt like you're walking in an abandoned building. Like it's Davidian. I knew what it was talking about because I'm sick. <laughs> when, when you said you were doing cults, I know what it's talking about. So we did Davidian. And like I mentioned before, the synchronicity, because all of a sudden these podcasts start coming out about different cults. There, there's like three or four of them. I follow them mm -hmm. on Spotify. And uh, then you do one on Davidia. Well, then that show hits Netflix uh, not too long around that, or maybe it's kind of recently, but then there was that other movie about it that, you know, it, all of these things yeah. just kind of start effervescing at the same yep. time. 
that really actually did kind of creep me out a little bit. So, you know, it kind of happened in, in this weird pattern, but like, I remember after, um, I released, uh, exit earth, the heaven's gate one, mm-hmm. uh, I, I read at some point that a, like a rapper was going to do a heaven's gate, um, concept album. Not anymore, bitch. And it was just really weird. It was like, what? Like, you know, and then, and then there was more documentaries coming out about that than, you know, more podcasts. And then the same thing happened when, you know, I was doing the, the, the video, you know, David Koresh and mm-hmm. uh, more and more, the topic was switching over to Waco and, you know, things about Waco were coming up and there's new documentaries coming up about that. So it is weird how it just, you know, yeah, it did. It did kind of line up with with me releasing the albums. I mean, not that it's connected in any way, but it is strange. I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows? Maybe it is. I don't know why I'm saying it like Sylvester Stallone narrating <laughs> unsolved mysteries. <laughs> I just watched unsolved mysteries last night. Actually, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, God, I haven't seen that in forever. But now, I mean, again, with all the cults becoming more and more popular and stuff, this is just. Whenever you recorded Davidian, like I, you had to use some field record. I mean, did you at least yeah, walk around um, a creepy old building? <laughs> Davidian had a lot, actually, a lot of field recordings on Davidian. Um, Exit Earth, none, but Davidian was definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of background stuff too. Um, you know, there's some original sounds from like the tanks, and 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 there's a little bit of the the Sonic Warfare stuff that they did. You know, mm-hmm. they, they were playing music all hours of the night to drown those people out. And, you know, some of that stuff was used for sure. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of that that's been recycled. It's kind of hard to tell, but it's definitely in there. Oh no, it was, it was like eerie, creepy, eerie. These are, these are words that I have to use to describe that one because I mean, you hit that thing on the head. It sounds is I'm trying to th- yeah it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre without the narrative you know at the beginning of it how it shows them it's like the police report and it you know shows them walking in the house but the house is empty yeah. and you know of course you hear John Larroquette doing the voiceover stuff but like mute it and then watch it or imagine that you know with all the sounds and the ambience going on without a narrator that it like that's what Davidian felt like to me. Because it's yeah. it's towing the line, which I love how you guys do that. All of y'all on the label, it oh, could be horror or it might not be. It, you leave it up to the ear of the beholder, whether intentionally or not. I love how most of those albums, you know, they can be taken that way or construed that way. So honestly, like Davidian, I wasn't sure if it was, you know, is it a true story or based on true events or, you know, how are we going to do that? Because it's so daggum eerie. And then when you couple that with the cover art, it was just, yeah, like I said, whatever, <laughs> whatever cosmic kismet led you to actually doing albums about cults. I mean, you cornered the market. So <laughs> bravo <laughs> on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's weird enough that it's, uh, yeah, it, it seemed like I would do that. And I did. I mean, I did a fair amount of research before to see, you know, am I just recycling this shit again or, you know, am I, is somebody else doing it? But no, no, it was genuinely like I saw an opening and, and I felt, it felt right. So, you know, here I am. That or, and I mean, other people do it and they do it well. It's, this is not a knock on it, but 
and it, it's just human nature. You'll gravitate towards immediacy or, you know, what, what do you immediately think of? And so the first thing that they might do would be go Jim Jones, you know, and they're going to do something like that. And that's, <laughs> and there's a reason they do because it's freaking creepy. <laughs> it's funny. You, uh, it's funny. You mentioned old Jim Jones. That's, that's a good, uh, yeah, that, that might be the next direction. You might, you might have it there. Well, you inspired me because after listening to those, you know, it's like, well, let me start doing a little deep dive in the cults. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, then I've dug up the old Jim Jones. They've got that final speech that he did mm-hmm. or whatever in Jonestown before they, uh, with the whole Kool-Aid thing, man, you talk about creepy. Because, yeah. like, he talks normal. And then just the way he's speaking, whenever he's telling her, honey, we're going to go home, it's okay. And it's like, Jesus, yeah. God. He's like, if, yeah. if Anton LaVey and Dusty Rose had a love child, he's yeah. talking to me right now. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's definitely – he's the king of the cults for sure. In my, in my book, he's he hasn't been topped, definitely. He's the – He's the most evil of all the call leaders, in my opinion. Yeah, he certainly – I watched that up, which, I mean, it was about him. I, I can't remember if they actually came out right and said, oh, yeah, well, I guess they did. But the – um, was it the Ty West flick? What was that? The Sacrament? Yeah, I'm not sure. It was uh, – if you haven't seen that, then – and, like, in your in-between albums, because I know, you know, a lot of times whenever you're working on an album, you don't want to be polluted, you know, with other influences and stuff. If you ever get around and you just feel like watching a cult movie, that one's cool. It's okay. uh, it's found footage. It's, it's Ty West. Eli Roth produced it, I think, but it's Ty West. It's, you know, from that group. Yeah. But uh, it's a found footage cult flick, and it's just huh. – is but it's not like the last exorcist where that was intentionally you know ham fisted and and it was cool but yeah. uh you know it's not like that it actually feels more true to life it's just, yeah it's real creepy uh-huh. watching that or you know listening to your especially davidian they uh they mesh well together <laughs> yeah I'll check that out man awesome uh, thanks for the, the reference yeah, man. So, what about a? Have you been able to play live or anything with your sets? I know before. Uh, I think I remember you mentioned that you had played live or wanted to at least. You've been able yeah, to. Definitely want to. Um, I have never played a live show with Council of Nine. Actually, Ooh. Ooh, so. we need to do that. We need to set something it would, up. It it would be nice, man. I hope it can. I hope we can because I definitely want to. Can you stream? Uh, yeah, I believe I could get that together. Yeah, I, I could probably do that. But I, I need to do a tiny bit of research into, like, you know, the proper equipment. I, I want it to sound good. So, oh, well, yeah. They're, that's uh, that's been always I'm, the thing. I'm green uh, when it comes to streaming. I use um, what I'm on right now, my laptop. What I've had to do is I play. <laughs> it's funny. I'm sad. I can't. I have to laugh at this. I know I talk about it like everybody hears me say it all the time, but it's just it's so daggum funny. Is that in light of this year, all the years I've been trying to do stuff, I've played more live shows this year <laughs> than I've ever played <laughs> in one single year. But I have a laptop. I had to. I didn't want it, but uh, I opened for Mortis earlier this year in Atlanta, and so I just went and I got a laptop. And the way I do it is. I would do like FL studio and then I'll basically set up a live performance 
and then I'll just swap out my instruments on the fly mm-hmm. while I have the backing instruments underneath. I set it up like a you know recording file. So I can just sit there and goof around and stuff, but like for streaming, it's about the same way. I just run okay. it through Twitch and um I have yeah, OBS. Do, do what dude? No, everybody seems to be using Twitch as the platform. That's it, what I've been been hearing, it, yeah. It's reliable. Now, I gotta be honest, dude, this Zoom, this uh I, I'm liking this. I like I like Zoom. I'm trying to think about how to integrate that but yeah twitch everybody goes on twitch is cool so i mean get set up obs and there's like a you may have maybe 10 to 20 milliseconds of delay so uh, if you're doing you know tactile precision motions to time it with the percussion it might yeah. be slightly off but uh well, no they see. sound good cool awesome yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do that and yeah. uh i mean i'll go ahead and ex- if you do a live show give me enough notice and we'll spread okay. it around. And if you want somebody to tag team on a live show, yeah, let man. me know. I, uh, Absolutely. Okay. I All would right. be more than happy to. I don't know what your setup is as far as it's probably like, ooh, it could be a ball analog. It's like you probably got your castle built out of Moog synths and the, uh, the pine boxes and stuff. But, you know, I wish that were true. I'm pretty much mostly um, digital. I have some analog <laughs> stuff. I have uh, have some dats, you know. Oh, uh, listen at you going to tape again, huh? Got a dat. I got two of them actually. I got a portable one, and then I have a pretty beefy one that I use to uh, to run them into the the old interface. So it's a dat player recorder. What's your take on that? The resurgence of the cassette. You know. Um, I don't know, man. I just, for me, it's not really that. It was just, I had it, I had the stuff laying around, man. It was gifted to me by, nice. uh, by people that I knew, you know, back in the day and they just had them and they had a bunch of like old unused dat tapes. And so I was just kind of like, yeah, why not put this to use? It was just laying around. So I set it up and been using it ever since. As I've been, I have actually been, what's funny, people have actually been buying music, purchasing music from this, but I started a, a, a boutique label. And so, I, you know, I'll just make cassettes, like a limited run, like, you know, 25 or 30 cassettes. Oh, cool. And, uh, and they actually sell. I mean, it's nice. cool. It's, you know, for that genre, for that style of the dungeon yeah. scent stuff. I mean, you know, black metal, it actually sells, but it is funny. I mean, here it is. Here I am, 40. So, yeah, I mean, what's old is new again, I guess, but I got a denim jacket, and I'm selling cassette tapes. Nice. And, uh, I mean, I cut my hair into a mullet, and it's on, you know? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like I, – I've always loved cassettes, man. They're cool. I love they just cassettes. feel cool. Even yeah. if they, and sometimes they sound cool, but they just feel they sound, cool. They sound a little warmer to me. I mean, you know, just it's me personally. It's got a, a little bit more um, – Base on them, I think. Yeah, with tapes for sure. There's cool. something about it that the DAW. I never noticed it whenever I, you know, first started recording and stuff. I, hell, I didn't know. I don't know anything now, but I have noticed what you said. There, there's a warmth to it, and there's an analog warmth. I was trying to explain yeah. to my son about vinyl. He's like, "Why do you get vinyl?" I said, "Well, first of all, because it's freaking cool." But, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just I like to support the band. And vinyl is a good way to do it. Plus, I mean, vinyl just sounds different. And yeah. I illustrated that to him. I put on a 
record and I put on a cassette and then I played something straight through my DAW yeah. and I let him hear the difference, you know, and I was like, you won't understand any of the numbers here, but you know, this is 32 point floating wave. This is like the cream of the crop. And for some stuff, this is what you want to hear. When you do dark ambient, you have to hit, you want this, yeah. but you know, when you're listening to some, when to, listening to Watane, <laughs> put it on vinyl, man. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. tapes have. I guess a saturation is the term for yeah. it. How there's yeah, there's like there a, a ceiling that yeah. none of those nothing will peek through that, and it yeah. just it just kind of wraps it, and covers it up with a nice little warmth and a hiss. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Very conducive for black metal, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and and it works old punk rock stuff too pretty well oh yeah oh yeah that's right so i mean are you doing because last time i heard you mention that you uh you know we got a thing for that whole agrotech edm kind of stuff you've been working on oh, yeah. some oh really no no i haven't been working on stuff but no oh. i definitely have had an affinity for that stuff um, oh you, you were know. getting me so i was like oh really tell me a little dish Great. give us <laughs> Yeah, no, I did that one uh, flip knife thing, and I got a, a couple people on there. I got, um, you know, Klaus from Leather Strip on there, and uh, I got David Williams on there, too, Ooh. for that one. I'll send you a link to that one. It's a, it's a double disc. It's kind of like a synth pop, kind of EBM. Yeah, there's definitely – the second disc is pretty EBM. But yeah, it's got that vibe, and so I'll send you a link to that. But other than that, I haven't really done anything. Oh, I got gotcha. you. No, that kind of do what? It just takes a lot of time to to produce that stuff. I, I you know what I mean. So it, yeah, it takes a lot of time to produce anything. <laughs> or a passion project, essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just stuff that. Yeah, I'm. I am now experiencing that where the things that I kept doing. I now kind of have to focus on the ones that people seem to like, or, you know, the people seem to pay for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For lack of better words. Yeah. yeah. I, I know it's like, you sold out. Well, I mean, kind of, yeah. And that's why it's, you know, for, yeah. you yeah. work for 10 years doing five or six different bands, nobody pays shit. And then, you know, you get mm -hmm. one bit wide, you know, I'll gravitate. That one's going to get, let me put it this way. That one will get first in the line. You know, that's got the fast yeah. pass. Everything else will kind of sit back. But, oh, that's what I meant to say. I saw Cyclone 9 live, dude. Oh, nice, nice. I took yeah. my son. Cool. January? No. Was it, maybe it was like November last year. Dude, they came to Greenville. Like, way, nice. way the F over here. Cool. And yeah, yeah, like I actually got to meet. I was, of course, there was like all of well, my son said there were probably about a hundred people in that cramped little bar, but it felt like it was only like five people. Cause it might've been cause I was headbanging shit out of it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I actually met Nero. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a cool dude, man. He's like four foot tall. It just, they, <laughs> I'm not being mean. It's just, no, no, you know, no. when you see him on TV, they, you know, they're larger than life. And you see yeah, him, yeah. it's like, hell Yeah. Yeah. Meet him in person. He was like twelve. <laughs> yeah, he's very, he's very tiny. <laughs> no, that was still cool because they played their um. If you hadn't asked me, I would have told you what. Oh shit! It was one of the albums, the one that the real pop, uh, We the Fallen. It was on some kind of tour of that. So they played that like from 
they played cover to cover. They played that, and then they played a couple from their new one too. So, nice. uh, yeah, it's just I the really, fact that it came to Greenville. It's like, dudes. <laughs> yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah, they're a cool band. I, I love those guys. They're great. They're shit live. I didn't know that. Like, they're a guitar player. He was. A, I didn't know that. That was how how he calls it. it Scold or whatever his name is. I didn't know that Dude, was him yeah. from like yeah. Manson and Nine Inch Nails and shit. I didn't know oh, that was him. Yeah, from the grotesque burlesque era. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that was, I actually saw that tour. That was pretty cool. No shit. Yeah, I had to wait uh, back when you had to actually buy concert tickets, but I had to wait in line to get them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, kids. We used to have to do that. <laughs> yeah, you had to go to a Ticketmaster kiosk. It was, you know, paying that... the fucking ask. <laughs> it was like now, I mean, seriously, you gotta. I don't know. I'm not being prognosticationistic or anything like that, but I mean, you ought to look into the streaming stuff. Did you happen to watch the Behemoth stream, the In Absentia Day? Uh, no, <laughs> dude, that was, <laughs> that was for lack of a better term, that was a hell of a show. It, uh, <laughs> nice. I don't know if you saw that movie. That it was called The Borderland when it first came out, but they had to change the name. I think they called it Save the Last Prayer. Something like that. It's a found footage movie. Two dudes going to the supposed haunted church. Mm. It's like in Poland or probably since Behemoth. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, they go is it's anyway, that's where they filmed the Behemoth concert and they streamed it, but they had like all the different, they had like cameras outside and a drone cam. And then on the inside they had three or, you know, all total, it had like 10 different, little icons that you could click on and it would change the camera angle. Oh, and you could, cool. it, nice. Yeah, it actually was. It was pretty cool. So you could, if Nergal was walking over to the side, you could switch to his camera. You could just switch over, watch the drummer and shit. And it, dude, it was like, a, they played like a two hour set. I mean, play like every dance, every one of my favorite songs they played. It was, yeah. uh, and they streamed it, but, that's and cool. It, it kind of answered my question because I was wondering myself. It's like, so how can I stream and then charge a ticket, you know? But yeah, hell, then they did it. <laughs> there you <laughs> so, go. I mean, shit, it works. If it works, it works, man. Apparently, if you're going to charge, you should probably offer multiple angles. I would think that would be a, a good, a good option there. It, it was like everything with that is how you do a show. And so even I would recommend anybody, even if you don't particularly enjoy extreme black death metal, I would say watch it just to get a feel for how they did it because the presentation was on point. 4K cameras, and you could could adjust it according to, like, maybe your internet isn't as great. You could just Mm -hmm. bump it down to 1080. Right. Or, you know, you could knock it down to a lower bandwidth. But uh, I didn't have any connection issues at all. Like, I streamed it. Hey, sold tickets for like, it's like 20 bucks. Wow. And I, I gladly paid it. I mean, they're, you know, they've been one of my favorite bands for a long time. So, it's, you know, I wanted to support them. And <laughs> the hell else am I going to do right now? So, just, right. yeah, let me yeah. watch it. No, that's really cool, man. I'm glad. I'm glad that fans are doing that. I, I got to look into who's doing that. Actually, now that you mention it, that would be really cool to watch some of those. Well, I did. So, I mean, it, look, if my nerdy ass can do it, like you certainly could do it. It's, yeah, uh, it'd be it'd be something to do, and because yeah, sure. We we had the we had to do that. 
right after I opened for Morris, they, we've got the, the dungeon siege that they did, the Northeast dungeon siege. And I was supposed to go to Massachusetts to play. I actually got booked out of state. I was actually going to fly in a jet plane and be treated like a guest of honor and abuse it. But nope. <laughs> so we streamed it from my living room. And, uh, and it was, that was cool. I really, I am forever grateful for that experience and opportunity. But yeah. I mean, it was like me and, well, actually, it was a whole weekend of bands and a lot of huge names in the dungeon synth, the dark ambient scene were yeah. there. And, you know, we would stream our set for like a half hour and then they would cut it and go to the next act, you know, across the country. And they right. would do their show for like a half an hour. And it was booked for, you know, three different days. So now we're doing it with the they've got the dungeon skirmish. And I did that one a, a month or so ago. And uh, sat back up in the living room and then played a live show for that, you know, trying to do your live sets. It's met with this challenges. But, again, I mean, if at the most people tip, or at the least, they'll tip. Nice. But, uh, yeah, That's yeah they'll, they'll set up a tip link or, you know, tip the artist. And they'll throw you PayPal link and the people go and tip. Or if you've got stuff to sell, give your Bandcamp link and they'll go to Bandcamp and buy cassette tapes and stuff like that. Or in your case – Digipacks, which I've still yeah. got to get. I, I I regret. There's a couple of Digipacks I regret not getting on here. Wow. But uh, well, I appreciate your support, man. That's really cool. Oh, it's, it's, it's the least I could do. So my favorite. I'm hoping when that new one comes out, I'm sitting here waiting. I'm chomping in the bit. I've uh, I've kind of locked down the uh, the reviews market is <laughs> where I do the reviews at. Anytime a cryo chamber comes out, I get first dibs on it. And, cool. Uh, well, yeah, because I just I, this shit helps me right into like I said one day I'm gonna figure out how to reviews, do it. Man. I love the reviews. It, it it really I I really do look forward to that. Truly, after I release an album, reading those. <laughs> well, I hope I don't disappoint. No, 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 no. It's it's I, I really really do seriously. Thank you for doing those, man. It's really oh, not, cool. it's the honestly like it's com it's completely reciprocal. Because it's, I love the music so much, and I'm just glad I can actually be a part of it. You know, and oh, yeah. I mean, it's the least oh, I can yeah. do. You know, you get an album, the and the stuff. I am, oh God, yeah, I am getting old. I'm at one of those now that I have Spotify and I listen to it every day at the yeah. gym. Yeah. But other than that, like in my car, I listen to CDs. Or when I'm home, I just Same buy thing. records, or I'll buy from them on Bandcamp, i'm just i like supporting the ones i like now you know same here man i feel the same way it's just yeah, yeah it's just like let's see if i can it, you know it, it's worthless because there's so much of it you know music is worthless it's pointless it is vaporwave and, it, yeah. and i can say i love vaporwave. i yeah. love vaporwave <laughs> but for the you know, there's artists I just want to support because because of that. I just I like support. Yeah. It has become a patron industry, yeah, kind of the way it should have been. Yeah, start, for sure, you know? for sure. I definitely agree. It just, I mean, yeah, there's no money in it, but then again, I mean, it is what it is. You know, yeah. maybe maybe you shouldn't have put all your eggs in one basket, thinking that you could you know survive just by making me you know. Plucking, yeah. dicking around on a guitar. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's not me. really. 
It's not really about that anymore. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those <laughs> days are long gone, so to speak. Yeah, but you know, is thinking outside the box. We'll always be there. We'll always be doing it. The way I looked at it for years, you know, is that we just That's, music yeah. is a commercial for what you do mm-hmm. with your other stuff. You know, this. Yeah, I mean, like I've, I've told people too. You know, if I wasn't getting paid, I'd still be doing this shit. If I was, yeah. even, if not a single person listened to it, man, I'd still be in my room doing this shit. You know, yeah. So, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank God I have. I've been meeting some friends, just like you said. I'd just be sitting in a room doing the same shit every day, every year, every October. I'll be working my ass off trying to come out with some Halloween music and stuff all the time. It doesn't matter. Even if I have to make a haunted house in my closet, which I freaking by next year, if I ain't got my haunted attraction opened up, I may just start doing that. I'm just going to open up my haunted <laughs> closet. Dude, that's awesome, man. I've, I've wanted to do like a haunted house kind of thing too. That seems really fun. That's oh, cool. God. I've been working so hard trying to, you know, trying to get, the right way I could do, uh-huh. you know, like I said, I could deck out my closet, do like I used to doing as a little kid. Yeah, but, uh, you know, just trying to find the right place to do it and the right <laughs> setup. It's just it's tough work, man. But For uh, sure, dude, where would people? Because I mean, I could sit here and ramble with you all night. I won't keep you too yeah. much longer. But uh, want to tell any anybody out there listening? I mean. You know, you say you got something coming up, maybe, maybe by next year, but uh, sure. you know, maybe sure. a little sooner. But you got anything else on the horizon? Anything? That's there's there's something coming up. I can't I can't spoil it though. It's coming up soon. It's coming up soon. That that I'll be I'll be a part of that. That's uh, you know, it's kind of a big big deal undertake. Uh, not it's not on me personally. It's comp. It's, it's it, it'll be out. Yeah, year. that's that's um, uh ooh, ooh. Uh, besides that, um no, besides that, this is just I'm wrapping it up with the trilogy, man. I got I got one more album for this trilogy. And after that, I don't know. I mean, I'm still definitely gonna keep doing music, but I don't know what what the concept's gonna be or what that quite might look like. But it's definitely gonna be, you know, still dark ambient, of course, but you know, we'll we'll see where that goes. But I definitely right now I'm wrapping up that trilogy and that'll be out by next year. And uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what that's, what that turns out to be or what that sounds like. Cause I'm still, I'm still working on it, you know? Yeah. Well, dude, whenever you, uh, you know, when these are done or I have, I am now officially now the, the funny thing is I never said I was any good, but I have my, uh, my own music label and I do the dark ambient thing obsidian relic. So if you ever want to do uh or I mean, if you just want to do some black metal, I mean, I got Serpentis or if we want to make some Actually, dungeon yeah. synth, I do Saragos, but if you ever want to do a compilation or a split or something, I know let's do that. Let's do that. I, I've I've really wanted to actually do some metal stuff, man. I, I, I or or have that element to it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's let's get something going. <laughs> All right then. Well then uh we'll just have to look into that around the holidays then, huh? Yeah, man. Shit. All right. Well, <laughs> okay then. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Max. Council of Nine. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you have a band and you're wondering about what name to get, just go on to get it now. It doesn't matter. He's got the coolest band project name ever. Council of Nine. You can find him on the Cryo Chamber label. Look it up on Bandcamp. You can find it on Spotify if you want to be a cheap bastard and not pay for it. But you can go to Bandcamp. 
uh, Digipacks, do you still have Digipacks available, like for Davidian or anything? Yeah, they should definitely still be available for um, for Davidian and Exit Earth. And I believe, yeah, no, there, there was reprints of Dogma, actually, too. No shit. So, I, I don't know if they're still available, but I that's what, yeah, there was as of this, this year, early on this year. Oh, shit. Oh, I need to check. Okay. Yep. Go to the cryo chamber Bandcamp site and dude, grab a CD is it's free shipping. The CDs, 15 bucks and a digit pack. I try to get them as much as I possibly can. I love them. They're, it's a digit pack. You support the artist. It's freaking cool. So yeah, thank you so much. For Go that. there. I do. And you just keep doing what you do. Cause like I said, he is one of my favorite dark ambient artists. I'm actually friends with the guy. And I get to speak with him. I can actually ring him up on Zoom, and y'all out there can't. <laughs> and do so anytime. Dude, thank you so much for your time, and uh, let me go ahead and end this one right now. So, y'all, Monsters Madness and Magic.com, y'all know what we do. I've been Dan, that's been Max, and y'all have been y'all, and then uh, we will holler at y'all later.